0: Hi everybody, this is Addie. I'll be your host today for our first podcast, Coping Through COVID-19. And this is going to be really interesting because we're going to be talking to an occupational therapist who's going to give us tools on how to establish routines and schedules and kind of find a new normal in all of this chaos. Um, we appreciate you listening and we hope you enjoy.
1: Hi Addie. Hi Oh, good. How are you doing?
0: I'm good. So I have a list of questions here. And just for um, people who may listen, um, this is the NAMI Southwest Missouri Hope Center podcast. And I'm not going to be the only one hosting. Stephanie and Nick will all take turns doing it, but I'm just doing the first one. So um, our guest today is Miranda. Um, So Miranda, could you introduce yourself and just kind of tell us what you
1: do and all that good stuff? Um, I'm Miranda Benson. So I um, am an occupational therapist. I spent um, 12 weeks at NAMI doing field work and um, really grew to love the people there and have a great passion for um, helping out people who may be struggling with mental health concerns. And um, I'm currently working at Cox. um, So that's kind of what I'm doing right now.
0: Yes. And I worked with you during your internship and it was so fun. I learned so much. Could you explain occupational therapy and just kind of, um, well, first, what kind of degree do you have to have to be an occupational therapist?
1: So I have a master's degree. So my undergraduate degree was in psychology, and then my master's degree is in occupational therapy. Okay, so explain just the, for if you were
0: explaining it to me, basic, basic, (laughs) what is OT and how does it play a role in mental health?
1: Well, so a lot of people think occupational therapy is helping people get a job. Um, But really what it is, if you think about it, it's what is my job as a human? So what is my, what are the jobs that I do as a person? So I take care of myself. I bathe, I clean, you know, I clean my home, I shop, I shower, I work. So it can involve your job too. But it's like helping you do your jobs to take care of yourself better is kind of what we want to do to help people so um, it plays a could play a really big role in in mental health and helping people to be healthier um, A lot of people assume it's just like your physical health but your mental health is also really important it plays a big role. Um, and how you deal with things, how you cope with things. You know, if you're depressed, you may not be motivated to take care of yourself for every day. You know, to get up and take a shower and uh, or go shopping or cook for yourself. Um, so we want people's mental health to be good so that they take care of themselves better overall. Yeah.
0: Um, so the reason I I thought of OT, occupational therapy, is... Um, I've been talking to a lot of folks who are just having trouble with the transitions, um, with everything going on with co- with COVID19. It's just a, a big shock to our community system, I think. So why do you think why do you think the shift in our daily lives and, and with our lockdown and everything, why is it so hard for for people to adjust?
1: Well, we get very set in our routines and we're very comfortable there. Um, you know, in our little box and or our big box, but we're comfortable there. And um, mentally, it's good to have a routine. Um, It helps us know what to expect. And with COVID, it's, it's a lot of, you know, not knowing what to expect or what's going to come or how long it's going to last. So there's a lot of things that people can do to kind of help themselves deal with it better
0: yeah i i know for um a lot of the people i've talked to they are having trouble sleeping sleep is the big is one of the biggest complaints I'm, I'm getting right now and you know from a from a um clinical standpoint or a social work standpoint sleeping is like one of the 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 foundational things if you can sleep everything else is just healthier
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So what are some things we can do to help our sleeping
1: well during this? So a lot of us and myself included find ourselves maybe not working like we used to, or I know um a lot of the people that come into NAMI would come in like at a set time every day or every other day, or you know, maybe they came in every day about nine thirty for, you know, a ten o'clock session or group session. Um, So they knew, oh, I have to get up at seven o'clock and leave by eight o'clock, you know, to get over to NAMI for my session. So they had a normal routine. So really, the best thing you can do is try to keep that normal sleep-wake cycle as, you know, close to the same as possible from we were before. You, You may stay up like, oh, I can watch another hour of a TV show or another hour of this or or whatever it might be and stay up till midnight when normally I'd go to bed at 10 and get up at 7. And then, you know, you wake up at 7 because your body's kind of programmed to that. And then you're really tired. And then it's a kind of a nasty cycle because then you find yourself wanting to nap in the afternoon because you stayed up too late. But really it just it perpetuates it and you start getting your days and your nights turned upside down and Mm -hmm. um you've got to get yourself out of that sometimes a lot of times you just have to like take a day and stay awake no nap and then get back on that normal cycle because a lot of other things are going to fall into place better if you can keep that normal standard um, kind of sleep wake cycle that you had before
0: yeah I think um maybe there's like a temptation to keep your thoughts active so you don't think about other things. So I know for me at night, I am so bad about either watching TV or playing games on my tablet or something because my mind just won't rest. Yeah. And that's a big challenge for people who have anxiety, especially that those thoughts that circle and circle and you can't control them.
1: Yeah, one really good thing you can do with that, too, is um, maybe keep a journal beside your bed and um, a pen and a journal and write those things down and kind of give yourself the freedom to write them down and forget about them um, for the moment. It's that way they don't keep circling, you know, and you may be like, oh, tomorrow I need to do this or tomorrow I need to do that or, you know, I'm worried about it, but just Write it down and then you say, okay, I'm not going to forget it. I've got it written down. And that kind of can just free your mind because you're not circling on those things. Um, And even if it's concerns you have or like, oh, I want to look up, you know, the best way to clean my groceries when I bring them back from the grocery store. You know, Mm -hmm. instead of circling on that, write it down. And then next day, remember to pick that back up and check it out.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. Um, so we have gone from, and you know our Hope Center. You were there for a long time, and you, you know our people. and Yeah. And we were a very close-knit physical community, and now we've had to go all virtual. All of our groups, peer specialists, everything has gone to online. So can you kind of explain how, just from an occupational therapy perspective how that could be hard you know switching from that physical to virtual and how it's different
1: well you know as human beings um physical touch is really important and um just like a hug goes a long way for you know your your well-being and um the touch of someone else but it's also really important for sensory input um Some people um, crave sensory input. Some people don't, but you, everybody needs sensory input. You don't want to get so isolated that you don't hear any noise. You don't feel any touch. Um, You need the sensory input, even if you're sensitive to it. Um, So it's, it's Mm -hmm. good. You know, one thing you can do to kind of simulate that touch is to take a ball like a tennis ball or um, you can roll up a pair of socks in a kind of a ball and you can roll it on your arms or your legs actually. Or, you know, maybe even if you've got a tennis ball, um, like stand with your back to the wall and put it behind your back and roll it around on your back, which can kind of feel good anyway. Um, mm-hmm. So you still need to get that sensory input and um, get some touch feeling, even if you can't get it from another person right now.
0: Is there any kind of bad sensory input that we should try to avoid?
1: Um,
0: I, or does it depend on the person?
1: Well, it depends on the person. Because some people are very sensitive to too much noise. Um, mm-hmm. So they don't want to get, you know, start rocking out too loud to a bunch of music. But some, you know, some soothing music may be good. Maybe more like some classical music instead of like some hard rock music. So you still want to get that, um, but yeah, yeah, and it depends on the person because some people are sensitive to touch. Um, so you want to do what's comfortable, and you know, not where you get, not where it's overwhelmed. overwhelmed yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. So, um, how? What are some? And you kind of already touched on this, but what are some tools we <laughs> can use in our everyday life? that um, could help us get through these long days? Any kind of tools that you can... Because I know from a mental health standpoint, we talk about keeping in touch with our psychiatrists, our therapists, taking our medication, getting sleep, getting peer support. Are there any occupational therapy tools that you can give us that may help?
1: Well, one thing really goes back to that routine that we talked about. So um, you want to keep up your daily routine as much as possible. And, you know, you may be like, well, heck, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to stay in my pajamas all day. Um, It can really change your perspective and change your attitude, you know, to get up and shower, brush your teeth, wash your face, do all those things that you would normally do and get dressed for the day. You know, it's Mm -hmm. if you're dressed for the day, it can kind of change your your mindset And so, for example, you know, back to that 10 a.m. session, NAMI session, let's say somebody's going to do the 10 a.m. session. Well, normally, you know, they might go to the center 30 minutes early and relax and get a drink, you know, get some coffee Mm -hmm. or get something. So they could still do that normal routine, just do it at home before they sit down for the group. So they're prepared mentally, prepared physically to really participate. So just create, Mm -hmm. you know, create that new normal you know, and a new routine. Um, you know, get up, like I said, normal time, have breakfast, you know, create a routine for yourself. Um, eat at the normal time, try not to snack all day. Mm-hmm. That it's all about that routine and continuing to take care of yourself um, so that you don't get sick. And so, or if you do get sick, that you're more resilient when that happens. Um, so on a daily schedule, I try to keep that kind of routine so you can you know, create a schedule for yourself on paper and like for a weekly routine, you could have too. So if you were used to attending relig- religious services on Sunday or another day of the week, you know, get up, you know, maybe get showered, maybe dress like you're going to go to church or whatever you're going to do. And then listen to an online service from your church or another church or, um, maybe mm-hmm. if you hadn't found a place to go, this would be a great time to to listen to pastors from different places. Um, really all mm-hmm. over the country. Um, there's so many different options for that. So another thing, like on a weekly basis, you know, keep your house clean, which is really important with the virus. Um but it'd be good for afterwards, too, to have a normal cleaning routine. So, say on Monday, I'm going to clean the bathrooms. And on Tuesday is going to be my laundry day. And Wednesday is going to be the day I vacuum and mop. You know, create good habits like that. And th- they would serve you really well afterwards, too. Yeah.
0: So, you you talked about resiliency. How important <laughs> is resiliency in the, what we're living through like right now because I know for a lot of people who've reached out to me they're just having a, a problem you know finding that new normal so so kind of talk about resiliency a little bit why, or, or maybe how we can practice it
1: well one really important thing is to allow yourself um, some grace you know give mm-hmm. yourself some grace and allow yourself to um, to not be perfect right now and to um maybe it's okay to stay in your pajamas all day for a day you know um yeah but give yourself some grace and know that you know information is changing nearly every hour really um about what's going on and but give yourself some room to make changes to adapt Um, don't be too hard on yourself and it's a good time to learn about you know adapt and overcome it's like Mm -hmm. oh, okay well I can't I can't go to the grocery store every day so I'm going to try and be more organized and so when I can go I've you know I've maybe set a meal plan so adapt and give yourself some some grace Mm -hmm. to that's really good yeah
0: yeah. So um what is what is um when we talk about peer support and as I said you know all about how we do stuff at Nami, why is peer support still important? and and because i have a lot of people saying well what's the point it's uh it's it's virtual it's not physical blah 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 you know and and i've i've had those thoughts too so why is peer support still important for, for us well
1: you know you may be struggling with one thing and i may be struggling with something else and between us we may be able to come up with ideas or suggestions about how to cope with something and maybe like, Hey, this is what I tried and this worked for me. And you may say, Oh, well, heck i would never even thought of trying that, you know, so it's still really important. And I know, um, I know that group of people of NAMI, um, you know, all those awesome people that come up there are so supportive of each other and reach out by FaceTime, by text, by phone, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, you just can't be in person, but you know, you can still talk on the phone and there's a w- always the warm line. If anybody's really struggling with something and they feel like they can't get a hold of somebody, they really need to reach out. Um, cause there's always somebody they can talk to. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
0: And do you think, um, that talking it out, because a lot of people can't go see their therapists or, um, you know, their doctors aren't, letting them come in, they're having to do virtual visits and stuff is talking through that gonna, is that a, one of those tools we can kind of use? I I know for me, talking through it is a way of processing.
1: Right. And it's always good to get perspective from another person. Um, Just for that, sometimes validation to say, Hey, you know, it's okay how you're feeling. A lot of people are feeling the same way. Because sometimes we assume that we're the only one that's feeling that or maybe maybe feeling a little stressed out or concerned or worried. And um, mm-hmm. it's always good to get a second perspective and get some confirmation about what you're going through.
0: Yeah, some um, affirmation yeah. of what's going yeah. on. So is there anything else you could tell us? You know, anything that you think would be helpful or, or just anything you'd like to add? That's the end of my questions. But is there anything that you want people to know?
1: Um, I would really encourage people not to spend too much time watching the media. Um, you know, just maybe watch like the local news Um you know, you don't need to watch hours and hours of a governor from another state, you know, who's get really great mm-hmm. information. But a lot of it just doesn't apply to us here in Missouri, um, you know, yeah. what they're struggling with. So, you know, maybe limit and decide what you're going to watch. Maybe watch the evening news. Um, and then if you do have to get out, really, you know, can't stress enough is the, the precautions about covering your nose and your mouth, using soap to wash your hands, wash your countertops. Um, If you don't have bleach, some of those cleaners are in short supply, but you could use soap. Um, And then another thing um, I would encourage people to do is try something new. You know, what kind of hobby do you have? Um, Have you not, you know, taken time to just do some reading, fun reading? Um, I believe the New York public library was offering, uh, you know, virtual books. Um, But, find a, find a fun hobby or try something. It, it can't hurt. You know, if you try it and you fail, it doesn't hurt anything. Um, Uh and maybe think about are there things you've been putting off, um, like making a budget or updating your resume? Um, you know, think a couple of those things and take the time, um, to work on some of that stuff too, or spring cleaning. It's, you know, happens like a week ago, I took my bed apart Vacuumed under it, dusted the whole thing. You know, maybe take time to do some of those deep cleaning kind of stuff too. So,
0: all righty. Well, Miranda, thank you so much. We we miss you at Nami, but um, I'm so glad you're doing what you love and helping people. And thank you for taking time to talk to us about this because I've just had so many questions, and I was like, you know, who will have some answers? I bet, Jess, Miranda. <laughs> so oh you're
1: welcome i miss everybody down there and hello to everybody
0: when we open uh maybe you can come visit and do a
1: workshop oh yeah that would be great yeah that would be really awesome hello all everybody out there in nami land you guys are fantastic (laughs) and we'll all get through together so
0: yes well thank you everyone for listening to our podcast today um, we would love to hear from you. So you can always email us if you have subject ideas that you'd like to hear about. Um, you can call our office at 417 864 7119. And or you can visit our website. Um, and we would just love to hear from you. Thank you, Miranda. And we'll talk to everyone later. Okay.
1: Thanks, Addie.
0: Bye. Bye. <laughs> We want to thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. NAMI Southwest Missouri Hope Center, would love to hear from you. Our phone number is 417-864-3027, or you can call our warm line at 417-864-3676. We appreciate you tuning in, and we will see you next time.